Hey, whoa, you made it. Cool. So, uh, guys, welcome to another episode of Up Two's Goose. Uh, whether it's two or three, I'm not sure because I, I have to get back uh, news from my editor. My editor is me, and uh, we'll see which one comes first. Um, we did one with David again uh, from our first episode, and now we're here with Michelle. Uh, one of Hi, my, guys. My only two friends. So this is great. <laughs> so, I don't know whether to be honored or to be kind of offended about this one. <laughs> no, no, you should be honored. Not, not to you. You know, no one. Uh, very few people get to be on this pedestal. So you're, you're good. You're good. Um, but um, I think I, I, I wish we had started this just a little before because that was like this the picture you painted of you running into the room with a bottle of wine and a little vape um while you're like wine wine wasn't it wine wine? no this is a bottle of Ciroc we've gone way past wine oh man oh shit so the (laughs) night is getting lit I didn't realize that that type of night but it's Tuesday Michelle don't you have work tomorrow I do have work tomorrow but I'm kind of living the rock star life like I just moved to the city and the novelty of it is keeping me like young and full of energy for now Let's see how long it lasts. Yeah, like, well, I mean, I, I remember living. Oh, and just like a quick note uh, to everyone. We used to date. So if you didn't know, <laughs> if you didn't know that, we're, we're actually like really good friends now. But we used to date um, an amicable break, I would say. And so and I think for, for, honestly, that's going to give us some interesting perspectives on things in general. So we'll always bring it to something interesting, I think, and future conversations and even this one i think is going to be a little interesting from the few notes that we've taken we literally prepped like like what four minutes before this like all right we we chose the topic that's it so um uh, i think it's going to give some interesting perspective but when we did live in the city together um i think the uh the city definitely definitely gave me a lot of energy um and i can't wait to go back so you're you're ahead of me there um but uh but yeah, I can. I'm always that. ahead of you. Well, okay, and uh, <laughs> I had to go there. I'm sorry. Yeah, um, yeah, and uh, like I think uh, I, I get it. There's so much. There's like a, a real novelty to being in the city. So I'm 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 glad to hear. Uh, but yeah, yeah, like that that scene. I think you were running with Christine. Christine is also. I think your friend originally, but I think to some degree I've become her friend um and it was so like it's so funny hearing her in the background like take it take it um <laughs> and uh seeing you uh get ready for this but cool um do you want to give a little intro to yourself something that we can get started with okay i mean i don't know how deep you want me to go but i'm michelle Just... i am as oscar said his ex-girlfriend slash best friend now um and i'm just a software engineer that lives in the city and um, gets into all sorts of trouble on my free time. And currently, like, and this is why I think I'll have such a great perspective on things. I'm currently dating, not pretty seriously, but seriously trying to date very not seriously, if that makes sense. So like, it's more of a numbers game for me right now. And I'm finding a lot of interesting things like I've never online dated before. So it's just been really interesting for me to like see this all play out and kind of see how I act versus how other guys act. And I don't know, I just feel like I have a lot of insight at this point and I'd love to share it. And I think, yeah, like, I think honestly, like, you're, I'm learning through you. Like, I'm terrible at uh, keeping up with people if I get bored within like, like two, like, and I get bored really easily and I have a lot of go- going on. So I, it's really, really hard for me to connect unless uh, I'm like, unless I meet someone like on like, by like the, the fifth I, I exchange or we have something planned, I like lose total interest. Um, and especially now in the cold, I'm like not doing it. So a lot of the stuff that you're telling me about what people do, I just find so interesting because I, I don't even like, I, I can't even ha- imagine trying to think of witty things to come through. And I just, I love your perspective, honestly. Um, uh, but yeah, I think that that's one topic that we'll definitely talk about how we each see each other's dating. I think this is so weird, actually, like just going into, but whatever, we're, we're rolling with it. 
Um, Yada. And, and uh, <laughs> uh, but I think one of those topics, one of the topics does touch, or the main topic that we're going to talk about touches on one of the aspects of dating, which I think is going to be an interesting conversation. Um, I have at least one uh, example of, oh, well, well, we'll get more into it. So yeah, so you're a programmer, you, you, you just moved back into the city, um, uh, you're, you have your best, one of your best friends is your roommate, you're living the life. I think, uh, is there anything that, that um, uh, I think besides that, like music is your passion and you're gonna pursue it one day, I hope, right? Um, yeah, I, I love music. I made up a really ridiculous song during the pandemic with my friend and we actually recorded it and like took it really seriously for two months and then we totally forgot about it. And other than that, I dance, I'm a gym freak. And like I said, kind of my new frontier right now. And like, because I'm a programmer, I'm a logical person. I try to figure things out like very like, I guess, scholarly, or that might be the wrong way to say it. But what I'm saying is I'm trying to like kind of figure out dating i'm trying to like get dating Ooh, I'm trying to you're studying it. dating yeah i'm That's studying it. dating and i have had like it's literally been maybe two months and the amount of interesting experiences and like insight i've picked up has been invaluable so um yeah and i've kind of feel like you know back in the day i would say like oh these guys are assholes and they do these things and i'm finding that a lot of these behaviors that i used to like knock men about i do sometimes too so that's definitely something that we can talk about and what, so it's interesting what's, what's one of those behaviors and the topic of today's uh interesting podcast so i really hate to admit this but ghosting i have been ghosted well, I don't know if I've been fully ghosted, but I am now officially a ghoster. As of today, 100% a ghoster. And I don't know how I feel about it, but I just want to fess up to it because it's the truth. Yeah. And I, I think it's so interesting because uh, ghosting is a thing. And I think that that I'm in this weird age before ghosting was like labeled. And I used to do it a lot. And it I, I think it was... I think that the origins, at least for me, were never uh, malicious. I think now that we've labeled it and we, like, have a name for it, it seems like a malicious thing to do. Like, oh, my God, I'm ghosting this person. But at least for me, I have a couple of stories where it just, like, uh, I think it's almost like, uh, I, I, I mean, in my experience, it's been a lot like when you, uh, um, how do you, have you ever been in a situation where you, you're, like, having a conversation and or like someone's telling you something and uh, you you sort of like leave something a little open ended, like and sort of like almost like a rhetorical question. And the person is sort of like left uh, without a real answer and you don't really respond back. And so you just like, all right. Yeah, like that's like you do it purposely almost. Right. That's what ghosting was for me, like ghosting for me when I like you know, started dating and even friends, like, I don't mean friends, like people that I just didn't want to like really talk to anymore. Um, I just like leave something open-ended like say, Hey, yeah, like that sounds great. And uh, yeah, I'll talk to you soon. Or like, I'll do something somewhat like open-ended and I'll just let that whole situation, like I'll just let time pass. And, you know, it's sort of like out of sight, out of mind. And, and that was, how I would ghost. I gotta be honest with you. Like, so I don't think that's ghosting. What I think what qualifies as, as ghosting is if they message you again and they try to like restart the combo and you just don't say anything. Like literally ghosting, ghost, oh. you disappear. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't so, matter who says the last thing as long as you disappear. So I'm talking about me ghosting people and yeah, maybe the the transition into the ghost, the like that situation. I've never just been brutally like, like, hey, um like uh let's let's have like you know let's talk tomorrow and or no that's i've done that um i've never uh been like um yeah like let me uh let me uh you know let me all right we'll we'll see this movie or i don't know i don't know what a good situation it almost seems like i have done it all but i it's never been like you know like we're in the middle of a conversation and then done, right? It'll usually be like, this conversation ends, there's something open-ended, like, oh, yeah, I'll talk to you tomorrow, and then nothing, right? And then I sort of forget, like, almost purposely forget, and then nothing happens and nothing, like, no one says anything, and then you just leave it at that. If they respond, 
if depending on who it is, like I have had, you know, it's sort of like, oh, I'll get back. Like what I'm trying to say is like, I've never malint like it was like never like a thing where I was like, all right, I'm gonna, not going to talk to this person. It's more like, oh, you know, this, she just reached out and I won't, you know, I won't respond right now. Like I'll respond later. And I sort of let myself keep forgetting, keep forgetting. And, that, and that's sort of how I've done it multiple times i don't know that's okay that's like maybe that's half ghosting but like when i'm talking about ghosting i'm saying like you're talking to someone and you literally in the moment make the conscious decision that i don't think i want this person in my life anymore and i don't want to deal well with i think it. that that's like, what it's what become I, mean? I think that's what it's become yeah because uh before i i before like the like and I feel like an old guy saying this, but, like, I would never... You are an old guy. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm not, like... <laughs> I guess I am. Like, I'm in my 30s, right? Early 30s. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I would I would just, like, sort of, like, well, there that goes, right? And sort of let, let, never, never talk to someone again. Um, but without, like... It's never, like... If someone says, like, hello three times... Um, it really depends. And I think it has, I'll tell you what, why I think it's ghosting and why I don't think, I think I allowed myself to ghost people and not feel bad about it. And I think it has to do with people's reaction to, um, like, uh, ghosting. And I think this is probably something that you can give me insight on. Like, I think people in general don't want to, uh, like seem needy. And so if you respond to, like, I've never had someone, if someone said like, like, let's say I was. Uh, ghosting someone and they said like hello hi uh, are you there like within like an hour i think i would respond potentially i maybe i've never had that situation um in in general like what i'll say is like hey how's it going and then like the next day or two days later is like hey uh, what's up uh and then like hello and then by then it just seems awkward to respond so i just don't respond and and it's never been like like awful uh like it, i just i don't know i just never felt so bad about it like i feel like because i never made an, a conscious decision like uh i'm never talking to this person again right it was more of like oh it kind of died down and you know that's mm, you know what it is that's not ghosting but there it's funny because modern dating is so disgusting and ridiculous there's actually a name for this now mm. i want you to guess what it is i'm gonna give you one guess and i'll tell you because it's funny oh do you actually know does this have a name no, that it has a name. Oh, what is that? I don't. I have. I can't even guess. I, and honestly, I'm like really bad with vocab. Okay, this sounds really bad. I'm not bad with vocabulary. I'm just a little drunk right now. But they call it <laughs> phantom. Can you? Like, what is a phantom, and why is it different than ghosting? Uh, and what makes a phantom the one where it's like you're like slow fading? Like you might yes. fade back in if someone. <laughs> yes, I think it's, that's you're a phantom. Oh, that's what I've done. So I've never actually ghosted because I feel like I would feel too guilty to ghost. But I definitely, definitely phantom. You're a phantom. A... So let me let me like tell you what I mean about ghosting because okay, yeah, I literally today. I was a fucking evil ghost. Okay. So there's a guy I started talking to. I think it was on Facebook dating Tinder. Okay, that doesn't matter. Um, I actually was open to meeting him. He seemed cool. But then he did something that was... Okay, here's the thing. I've been dating for like a, a couple of months now. And I feel like because I don't know what I want yet. I don't want to like yet. I answer a lot of people. But I'm not really serious about meeting a lot of people. And all it takes someone to do is to say like one thing that freaks me out or turns me off. Or like in the real world, if I met this person and he said it, it wouldn't be that big of a deal to me. Like, you, you know, you overlook things. Right. Like anybody could say something stupid. But on a dating app or like when you're texting a new person, it takes one thing to freak a girl out. And that's the reality. Right. So anyway, this guy, like we were talking. He was clearly more into it than me. He asked me out on a date. I gave him the day I was available. We made a plan. But then he kept, you know, texting a little bit too much. Like one night, I like I didn't answer him, and I said I fell asleep early. And he was like, "What time did you fall asleep?" And I think that was it. Well, yeah, like, something kinda... about that. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of that's a little <laughs> it, creepy. It freaked me out. I was like, I don't remember the exact time and I think at that moment I wasn't like ready to totally snub him but I was like there's something weird here I have so many other options not not to even be a snob just saying that I'm talking to a lot of people I don't want to just meet anybody especially right. since COVID and everything so I answered him passively here and there but I, I literally at that point I was not planning on making our date which is actually tonight I'm supposed to be out with him right now oh so shit he texted and it said me. you're with your ex-boyfriend <laughs> on the phone <laughs> 
Yeah, he texted me multiple times yesterday. He's like, so 7 p.m. on Tuesday. No answer. This morning, he sends me a selfie. I'll be a really bad selfie. Not even trying to be a dick, but it was a terrible selfie. But anyway, I'm like, why is he sending me that? Anyway, so he sends me the selfie. He's like, so 7 p.m. today. How was your day? Today we'll meet at 7 p.m. And then it was like, so I guess I should make other plans. And I, I like, I, I feel terrible. I think this was the wrong call. I could have said anything else. I, I could have even been like, hey, like, you know, with COVID, that's, yeah, that's like, pretty fucking I actually terrible. realized <laughs> I, I don't know what made me do this because I think it could, I would hate it could have if it was been done that to you me. wanted to actually go someone like actually like did you did you to some degree in your head we were like, um, I'm actually going to ghost this guy. No, no, I honestly, you know what it is? I actually finally understand ghosting. Mm -hmm. No, no. It's that you're not important to me yet. I'm not invested in you. You've done something that kind of like weirded me out a little bit. He's like asking you what time time we're going to bed. Yeah, it's just, okay, he seemed a little bit like too intense for me. And it's not somebody I want. Okay, and this is so weird about girls because all females want an attentive man. But when a man makes himself like feel like he's too available, like he's just waiting there for you to text, it kind of shows that he's not a desirable option. Because if you're that available, if you're that open, you have nothing going on. Why would I want to date you? What do you have to offer? You're not a prize. Everybody wants to feel like the person that they're ending up with is a little bit of a prize, right. like just a little bit out of their league. Women too. And I, I'm honestly, I think that that's that's the whole game about it. Like I, to some degree, it's the I I kind of hate the fact that you can we can analyze our behaviors and <clears throat> make it make such obvious conclusions and the the being able to like sort of act out what needs to be done um but uh but yeah i totally i totally get it and i these are these are different i i mean i think in his case he's just a little that's a little like uh, i didn't know all of that but that that weird comment at the end at, for the for the night that's pretty i think you brought it up in a different conversation saying that he just wanted to confirm that you weren't like ha- having fun some, <laughs> somewhere like that that was just like an odd, um, an odd, uh, uh, um, yeah, like way to approach the the thing, but uh, but yeah, like I think that that uh, that makes total sense. Um, going uh, like in that situation, uh, am I an asshole for ghosting him? Honestly, a little bit. I, I mean, nah, I, honestly, <laughs> I I think that uh, I, I would feel a little guilty just because. It's just like someone, but you know what? That's I can't say that either because that just reminds me. Uh, also, a lot of people don't know uh, I've changed completely uh, from the person I used to be. I used to be a total asshole where I would just like not even even. And I'm not talking about dates. I'm talking about like I would have plans during the day, and I know that there's like this whole slew of people that already do do this, and you know this is well known. So, but I was like one of those like guys that like you might have a plan like later today. And because I didn't want to do something, like, I just didn't text back. I wouldn't text back. You would ask, like, three, four, or five things. I think you experienced it with me a couple of times. Um, so, like, uh, I think I, I might not. And this is so funny. I have uh, a friend, Russell, who people are going to hear soon because he wants to be on the show. Um, uh, he used to say I have, like, fake epiphanies. And I'm starting to think that maybe I am more cold. I'm colder than I think I am. Um, and I may have just ignored people and ghosted people in the proper fashion. I just like it's so aligned with my own personality that I uh, I just overlook it. But yeah, I've done. I guess I, like the more I hear it, I'm like thinking like I've done that so like I've done that so many times and just a friend. So maybe I'm like not uh, not. So I can't. You're even worse. Yeah, yeah, it's even worse. <laughs> but uh, I've never done that to yeah. a friend. Ever. Like, holy crap. That's actually yeah. terrible. I'm sorry. Um, but uh, there was one time, the one time that I, I can't, I can't think of any time specifically uh, that I've been ghosted except this one time uh, earlier. I think it was earlier, not this year. No, yeah. Er, earlier, early last year, right? Early last year around January, around the same time, actually. Um, I was, uh, I was dating this girl from uh, Brooklyn, uh, uh, Sheepshead Bay area, uh, very very young, um, and 
Uh, so I had like no intentions of actually dating her. So I don't, I didn't feel any, any qualms whatsoever about the situation. They didn't feel emotionally invested and maybe she felt that. Um, but we had, you know, um, met up a couple of times. Uh, and I, I think in general, everything was pretty good. Actually, you know, like a decent, uh, good time. And, uh, and after like, I think the fourth time, um, like I just like wanted to like see like yo what's up uh and I was like and I didn't get a response and I mean I didn't think I didn't know what was happening and I didn't kind of didn't like expect like a no response and so then like the next day I was like oh hey are uh, you there and then I was like holy shit I was just like by the third time I was like I was about to text I was like holy shit did I just get ghosted and it was like it was such a like crazy feeling like knowing that i just got ghosted and by i just like it's 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 nuts nuts but i think that was a different situation because we had already like met up uh i i uh we had uh talked i I think there was a little more investment in it than you and this guy so uh it felt uh I, i don't think i felt bad about it but i definitely felt strange like just being like left like left on red for for such a long time uh or for you know forever actually <laughs> so i was like uh like i mean you weren't you weren't invested in it at all i honestly feel like this guy was more invested in it yeah, than yeah. you were and that's kind of why i probably saved my life by yeah yeah him, definitely that's all <laughs> he definitely seemed a little bit do you know who he looked like and you're gonna i don't know if you're gonna Did laugh like or get a little worried <laughs> no, i'm just kidding no no he looked like dan humphrey but from you I forget the guy's name and you. He literally looked like the guy from you, aka the oh, guy yeah, that killed that's, Bex. That's pretty, because, those are two, because... two red flags right there. Like he's probably making himself yeah. look like the serial killer that he actually is, you know? I mean, I, I don't know what it was, but like, and he, what's really weird is like he's sending me all these selfies. And like, usually, like, even when a guy sends a well, selfie, he wants to send a selfie like when he looks right, right. good. But this guy is sending me selfies of him looking like he just like took a giant hit from a crack pipe <laughs> and he's like coughing. Like, that's literally his facial expression. It was wild. Like, like you know, the guy from US, as I take this hit from the crack pipe, I look at her picture. <laughs> and then, like, yeah. Like that, like legit. It's like I was, I was just like wondering, what are, what are you trying to accomplish with this selfie? Like, I don't get it. Not to be a dick, like, but if you saw this, and I will send it to you after you. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean. like you definitely want to send your best, best picture for. That's why I don't send selfies at all, ever. <laughs> like, because there's no good selfie of you. No, I just, I, I like, I don't. Well, yeah, <laughs> like, and also, like, I just don't have the effort or. Like, I, I realize I'm a really lazy person. Like, I can't, I can't make the effort to try to look good in a picture. Because, like, there, there is a little, little, like, even the, the thought of trying to get ready is, like, giving me, like, anxiety. Like, ugh, like, thinking about, like, like what angle or whatever to, to look at. Like, where that light should be so that I look a little, like, uh, a little better. Like, ugh, like, just, it's just too much. Um, I, I can't, I couldn't, I couldn't possibly, uh, uh, like make myself do do this for for uh i love sending selfies personally but that's just me but would i ever send a selfie if i wasn't like feeling myself that day or didn't feel like i was looking good like no i would send an old selfie and pretend it was my current selfie like you find ways around it yeah like of course you're not gonna send like i don't know this guy was weird i'm supposed to be with him right now but instead i'm drinking vodka and talking to you that's a, I, I gotta say, probably a better, better end to your night. Um, I, I think being alive. That would have been the yeah, end of my life. Was, was yeah. say, like it's better to be in a conversation than uh, being in a ditch somewhere. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Like I think that women's intuition is a big thing, and I usually don't get like this feeling, but I actually had a very like particular feeling. Like you do not want to go out with this person. It was actually more than just like he was a little creepy and he feel felt clingy. It was like something's off here. So I'm glad I went with my gut. I really yeah. Am. And didn't you go? Actually, didn't you have a uh, a date with the guy that was like uh, um he looked like a Rod? What was his name? Uh, or I don't know his name, but didn't you go on a? <laughs> Wait, he was like. Last yeah. night, uh, his name was, well, oh my name. god, something Alex, 
no, no. Okay, let's just call him Mr. A Rod. Yeah, we'll That's a stupid name. Yeah. I went out with a date la- on a date with a guy last night who was actually really cool, but a bit of an overachiever. Let's just call it that way. He has multiple careers. Ivy League educated. Went to one of the top business schools in the country. I won't say which one. Um, volunteers in a like life saving field on the side, and also like volunteers with animals. His parents are entrepreneurs. Like the list goes on and on. His pedigree. And then he asked me like, so where do you volunteer? And where did you go for grad school? And I'm like, oh man. Did he actually ask you? It's just you, weird. Did he like, what do you ask you where you went to grad school? He asked me both of those things, and I don't know, like, it's one of those weird things. Like, I went on dates with... What do you actually think about this? Because I wanted to ask you about this. What do you think about dating somebody who's not quite at, like, your education and, like, status level? Do you feel like it could ever work out? Oh, are you saying... Or do you feel like it could only work out? Who's over me or who's under me? So so that's... I want to ask you twofold. What do you feel about dating someone who, let's just say, you went to grad school and they just went to college, or you went to college and they just went to high school, or the opposite you're like what's it called you're you're just a construction worker and this girl like went to harvard business school for example do you feel like it can never work or it can work if it's one way or the other way? yeah so i've always i've always my personal opinion about this is i've always wanted to like or i always date or imagine people uh dating people who are uh way smarter than me like i i've dated like my prom date went to like was taking Princeton classes when I was still, uh, when we were still in high school. So, um, like, I've personally found that to be, like, a weird, like, fetish that, like, like, she, if the, yeah, like, the, the smarter that uh, the you are, how, the more, the smarter you, the smarter you are than me, the hotter I think you are. Um, and the, the wilder I, like, I, 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 I find the situation. But, um, yeah, so that's like, but that's just me. I, um, uh, if if someone is less educated than me, like first of all, I'm not that highly educated. I, I think I'm somewhat smart, um, but you know, I'm I barely graduated college. Um, it, it, I actually I, I I still have two courses, right? I still have, yeah. So like, <laughs> I know yeah, I, I wasn't was, gonna I was say gonna it unless you were willing to say it, uh, but you I said might it. Edit this out, by the way. But you said it. Um, don't edit it out. Be real. But, with your uh, but yeah, I'm not really like I haven't gone to grad school. I, I probably won't. Um, I, I actually want to, but you know the 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 situation seems like I, I'm just never gonna have the time to. Um, so getting past me is easy. What I think is more important is whether I think the person is smarter, like has more what I would call common sense or has uh, that ambition and drive and the willingness to get, get in that case, I, I do get a little, uh, the, the one way I get intimidated is when someone has m- way more common sense than you. And do you know, like, have you, I think it's, it's, uh, this is an interesting, this actually does intimidate me, actually. Um, have you, do you know people who are, work well with their hands? And like most guys work well with their hands, right? You mean like yeah, construction, construction workers, workers right, and yeah. plumbers and yeah, yeah. union guys? Yeah, yeah, I know plenty. So imagine a girl who, and I dated a girl like this, and the one that like intimidated me the most, um, she was just like really good at like figuring little things out and like just like figured things out so quickly uh, around me that I just like always felt like it's, she wasn't highly educated, by the way. She just like figured things out. She just like, knew how to like break down a problem and just like fix it like things with her hands things with around the house and just like oh like oh this is broken i'll move it this way very quickly like without like really seeing the system and i always so that's typically a is masculine that what it is did skill. i feel emasculated you did you oh felt emasculated God. that's a masculine I, I never skill. thought i was that kind of guy yeah but yeah I, that too all guy, okay, not all, most guys are that kind of guys. I think that, like, some guys just have more feminine energy than masculine energy. And there's nothing wrong with that because there's a lot to gain from a guy with feminine energy. In fact, I prefer those guys. Wait, do you think, personally. do I, do I have a, aside, a no. feminine energy? I would say, let's just say if you had to do, like, a percentage-wise, let's just say 
the ideal for everybody is 50 50 i would say you're 60 feminine 40 masculine so it's not like you're crazy more feminine you're not you're just more feminine than masculine you're more sensitive you're more feeling like but you still can put together like my cupboard and my whatever and this and that and you could put my mirror on my wall and it will probably stay on but sometimes it doesn't but are um... you taking a jab at me (laughs) and my own podcast I am taking a jab at you. I have a new mirror now, but it's only $7, so it's really uh, shitty. But whatever. We'll get over yeah, it. It was my we'll bad. My it. bad, guys. It's okay. She, you, you, you he broke my faulty, mirror. The uh, faulty, uh, faulty tape. That's what it was. <laughs> the faulty tape. Yeah, it was my tape's fault. Okay. All right. Well, we'll go with that. We'll work right. with that. Whatever works. So, um, go- yeah. No, Should tell, I tell? Tell, tell all. This is a... <laughs> Should I, should I tell everyone who oh, you no, are? No, don't. No, that's that's. No. Okay, yeah. fine. I won't. All right. Are you, are you can... sure? Well, you I sure? mean, it's gonna mean nothing to anyone but you. Okay, guys, it'll make this super quick. His nickname for me is Egg, and the reason why is because one time we were. But this was when we were dating, we were hanging out, we were talking to each other, and I looked at him, and he's always had a full head of hair, like, a lot of hair, a lot of nice hair, actually. And I looked at him, like, what would you look like if you were bald? And he just looks at me very seriously. He, like, looks very pensive, and he's like, (laughs) a brown egg. And I'm like, literally, I looked at him, and it's like, you know when that light bulb moment goes off in your head? And I look at him, and I'm like, egg! And that was it. That was his nickname. There was no more changing it. His friends called yeah. him that. His family. Is your mom there yet? Or I don't, I don't think we can convert her. But we will. No, one she's day. not there but yet. The yeah. point is, he's egg. But your mom called. We'll me get her. Egg. We'll and, get her uh, there. All your friends. All your friends. My call mom egg does. Well. She. Not only does my mom call you egg, she calls yeah, you egg funny. in Russian. <laughs> Yaitso. Like what is it? Yeah. <laughs> Yaitso. Yaitso. She yep. calls you egg in Russian. But yeah, I don't I don't know how we went on this tangent. It's not that important for dating or relationships right. or anything, but egg, continue. <laughs> now now but, oh, I know why we did this. So if I if I refer to you as egg, right, people right, right. will understand why. Moving on. So moving um, on. yeah, I think that that like it was concluding or like hitting on that ghosting thing. I guess I haven't I'm more of a phantom, but I have ghosted. I got ghosted once. Eh, it felt it was kind of it was kind of weird because I didn't want to. And honestly, there's a lot of pride that goes into being ghosted because you don't want to like. I, I can't believe that guy kept. This is why I think he's a serial killer. I didn't think that like I, I wouldn't. I, I would stop by the second one if you're not responding and like we don't have something like you don't have something real. Like I'm not gonna like um, put myself in a position where I'm like, you know. I, I couldn't I couldn't see myself throwing that third like hey what's up are you are you there right you know what I mean like that was just like like that would be putting my dignity that wasn't even the worst one the worst one was like all right I guess yeah, I'll make other so plans aggra- but then still texting so after aggressive. like yeah like I wouldn't he seems like a like a uh fucking I don't know yeah you 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 avoided one you you dodged a bullet I'm more. I'm more in yeah, favor of the like, guy from Canada. I mean, this guy, and that's where we were like going off of. Like you were saying that you were, uh, you like you saw you felt a big difference in education. Um, like I, I would say that he seems. I mean, I don't know anything about him, but I would say that he ex- actually. You know what? He, yeah. No, I, I. I think that the, you you mentioned a couple of annoying things about him, uh, but I think I would. That's way easier to get over. Um, if there's like, if he's, he went to like the best, um, I, I don't think that there's, it's not that he was annoying. He was cool, fun, obviously someone, here's the thing with me. Like I'm intelligent, but I didn't go to like a fancy school and I could tell that like me and him would have been like well-matched in general if the outside world wasn't a factor, because you know what I'm talking about? Like that banter, we had that banter. We were making each other laugh all night. We were like making funny jokes. We're making intelligent jokes. We were keeping up with each other and that's cool. But then I noticed something about him and it's because like he came from a privileged upbringing. Like he was a little bit out of touch with like how the rest of 
society and normal people lived. And I saw that and like, I think I, I saw how quickly he noticed when he was acting that way to me and how quickly he corrected me. And I appreciate that. But I think that calls to the fact that deep down he is out of touch, but he understands the world so well that he knows how to act as though he's not. But I don't know if that's good for me personally. It might be good for someone else. It might be good for someone else who went to business school and has a different upbringing. But for I don't me, know. The specific I example that you that gave date, seems yeah. so out there. Like, I don't think anyone would, like, like he, any, I don't think anyone would feel, should feel comfortable. If they do, it just shows that there's a flaw in those people. Um, do we, like, should, should I go over Wait, what do you specific mean? example that you gave? Yeah, you could yeah, yeah. just just so he was yeah, yeah. So, conceal it. Uh, a imagine bit. this blows up and he like hears like, oh my god, that's me. Oh, <laughs> uh, that'd be hilarious. Nah, he'll never know. But he'll um, never know. yeah, like the, anyway. the example you gave where he was talking about, um, like volunteering, like surgeons and like how people become medical care workers, uh, who do it for money. Like, what was it like? He doesn't understand people who do work like in the medical field or surgery for money. Like, okay, not medical field, obviously, because of course surgeons work for money, but like EMTs, paramedics, like lower paid medical professions, there's a big group of people that do volunteer in that field, not in New York City. It's not legal, I I believe, but in other like Pennsylvania, Connecticut, whatever. And he thinks that it takes away from the integrity of the profession when you make money doing this. And I'm like literally looking at him like, this is how some people put food on their table. Like he looked so out of touch when he said that and it was the strangest thing and I think in his mind was like you know I'm so noble because I do this for free that's because right, you can afford yeah. to do it for free not everybody can in fact, and the most fact people that cannot. he's like, so it's like, like you know what? picking his, like his nose up at people that do this like some like I, I think taking not that some you're right like I think you you gave an example where people do it to put food on their table like it may be like I think you said one of their last options or just like an option out of many, right? But I think that to some degree, most people do what they want or at least try to align their careers with what they like about the world or what they like doing in the world. And some people just genuinely want to work, give their full time and full dedication to helping people, right? And, um, and you know, picking your nose up at someone, I don't even know if that's the right term. But like, you know, just like, you know, being all huff, uh, huffy puffy, I don't know, whatever, about the people who make this their career because they want to be able to contribute as much as possible. And um, it just seemed, yeah, you're right. Like that, that was, that's a little out there. Um, now that I'm remembering this, I, I'm less inclined to like him. <laughs> but, uh, but I think that that is, uh, um, what do you call it? That, that's just a really... I, I, I think the fact that he could even think that for a second and that it's crossing his mind just like not it's it's almost beyond out of touch. No, it definitely actually that's the right the right term. He's just like out of touch. He feels like people should be able to donate their time to. Um, uh... You know what it was? So like he actually just to give him a little bit of credit. He gave one mm-hmm. example of what he meant. He said that a lot of these guys that are like career paramedics and career EMTs, like you see how callous they are Mm. with patients. Like, you know, someone could be dying and they could be like, oh, well, like based on yada, yada, yada in my experience, like we just need to let this guy die. Like he's not going to make it, blah, blah, blah. And then like he's like, meanwhile, I'm here like trying to resuscitate this person and this and that. And I'm thinking about it. Okay, yes, there's some truth to that. But number one, you're a volunteer, meaning that while they do this 40 to 50 hours a week, you're there maybe five to 10 hours. They have more experience than you. If they're saying this, this, and that, which might sound callous, it might be callous, but it's based on a lot more experience that they have than you, making them see that this is what's going to happen. To you, it seems callous because you're a little fucking like, (laughs) what's what's the word I'm trying to say? Like someone who is idealist. He's an idealist. Like someone who hasn't seen how the world really is in this state because he swoops in five to ten hours a week volunteering for free and thinks that he understands how the real world operates in this state and that kind of pissed me off to be honest it really did like i don't want to say it did but it did because he said they're all callous and he's not callous and he's the only one that gets it which i actually think is the opposite wow right 
it's callous. Like, it makes you callous to watch people die when you want to save them. I could see how that right. could make you callous in general. Make you, like, you know how, like, nurses, nurses see deaths all the time. It doesn't mean they're callous. It just means that they're strong. They're resilient. Or, yeah, they know they how to deal experience. with this. It does right, not exactly. mean that they don't care. Yeah. If anything, they care more, but they've learned how to temper their emotions right. in order to really help people. And I think there's a, some know, fragility to people's psyches, right? Like, if you don't put up these guards, if you're always feeling this, it's emotionally draining. So um, he, he's feeling the drain now, but because he's this is his first time uh, seeing it or like one of the few times, like you said, five to ten hours. But when you're seeing this every day uh, for multiple hours of day and you've, you know, you're you, you've already you've you've experienced the pain, you've experienced the, the you know, the investment, the emotional uh, trauma that it leaves you, 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 your, your psyche, your, your brain learns to adjust and make that but yeah yeah the fact that he doesn't see that is pretty um is uh is interesting i, I think that that's yeah, yeah it's yeah. telling um i think it's, it's it shows a lack telling. of uh maybe maturity even like just like the our empathy the ability to put himself in um in a position that he hasn't experienced before and see what what it means because it's not that he's not empathizing with the situation it's just more of like being being able to relate uh the facts of the the situation uh in a holistic way to draw a conclusion oh, i'm starting to sound like a nerd let's bring it back a notch <laughs> so he was um yeah nerdy oh mcnerd pants I'm definitely over here that out. <laughs> so you're not cropping anything right. out keep it so real. um uh, yeah, no, but that sounds like I, I, yeah. So I take it back. I thought that he was a uh, there. I don't know. I just think that you came you and eventually, I think you're gonna be uh, be willing to talk about this. But you came out of something really uh, tough emotionally, and I think you just there. There's definitely a light at the end of the tunnel, and I'm like rooting for you for sure. Um, and uh, I, I think just going on these dates really. Um, I think seeing your experience it uh, makes me, yeah, I think is uh, super entertaining to me. And um, I'm glad that you're uh, doing it, I guess. I don't know. That I'm definitely going to, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm definitely, I actually think that right now I'm having fun dating. It's new to me. Like, I, I don't think I'm great at it. I think that, you know what I think I really suck at, actually, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm so confused about what it is that I actually want and what I'm looking for that just to avoid missing the right person, I'm like, yeah, you're okay. You might be okay. Yeah, you, you could be okay. And then like later, I'm like overwhelmed because all these people are messaging me, all these options, and maybe I'm interested. And out of all the people I'm talking to, maybe like 15 to 20% of them, and that's being generous. So that's like, why I guess why the ghost happened, honestly, but also because he probably would have killed me. But anyway, so I, I'm just, I'm so new to this because like the way that I used to meet people and the way that you used to meet people too, is just out in the wild at work, in mm -hmm. a bar, through friends, whatever, like at parties. And now it's kind of like, especially with COVID, if you want to meet anyone, you have right. to go the online dating route. And for me personally, it's like, you know what I noticed? Like I am so much more picky and even though I'm so much more picky, I'm still picking so many more people than I'd have to choose through in the real world. Like, there would be somebody that I would swipe no on just because, like, their face looked a little bit weird. But in the real world, if I met them and they were witty and funny, I would absolutely give them a chance. So I think the problem with online dating, and I've heard this before in a nod, <laughs> what are you eating? I hear crunching. It's... Stop crunching. Stop mm. crunching. Anyway, I don't even care. So what I've noticed, and I've heard this in a podcast, was that like there's so many options with online dating that it's like you're setting yourself up to fail. You're potentially saying no to someone who could be your match over something stupid just because there's so many other options that you're so much more discerning in your taste when there's so many more choices. You it know does what make I mean? sense. And does that make sense? So I, I got. I have and that's kind of yeah. It's, yeah. Like makes me think is like how many people are going through the same things right now? I'm sure like tons of. Uh, people are have like first of all before I start the, whatever you find attractive to one person and find unattractive uh, of another is the same thing many people find it's usually the, the along the same lines as what other people find so the people who are get matched for some reason 
are overwhelmingly, um, I think, uh, become overwhelmingly confident about there are things and people who actually would there's so much matching going on that everyone feels like they're overwhelmingly matched up now that I think about it. So there's no, I mean, unless there's something like totally disfigured about a person that could, um, which is horrible, but you know, that that's something if you're only looking at pictures and um, you, you know, there's something very obvious that's off, then um, that's the only thing that I can see a person not matching on. And since everyone is matching with everyone, even if one person is overrepresented, the people who are underrepresented still feel like they're overrepresented just because there's so much matching going on. Um, so um, I guess I take that back. But what I, what I was going to say is if there's something that um, many people like about a person, uh, they it might uh, lower their own... Um, need or desire to uh, put their best foot forward because uh, since there are so many options like you know what if I mess this up doesn't matter whatever fuck it right Um, and so you you start seeing um, the worst in people to some degree right I don't even care about messing it up I think like for me it's like I can't even figure out what I like or want because there's so many options. And I don't think that this is the natural way that human beings were meant to meet one another. I think like you're basically, it's like, imagine sifting through resumes to find a future partner. It's not natural and it's not normal. You have to meet someone in real life and like have a conversation and see how you vibe. And then like, maybe like that weird goatee that somebody had, it's not going to matter to you when you talk to them and like you vibe and like they're a person that you could see something with. I don't know. I just feel like it's unnatural and it rarely ever works. Like you hear these success stories of like, oh, this couple met on Tinder and they're getting married. I'm sure that just like with everything, every once in a while, you just happen to accidentally stumble upon your person. But the chance of that is slim to none. And this is what well, I hear. I... Do you know that Hinge, the most serious dating app, has literally almost zero second dates? I've heard this on another dating podcast that I follow, like literally almost zero second dates. Like maybe I don't want to give the wrong percentage, but maybe 5% of first dates end up in a mm. second date. And that's on Hinge. Hinge is the most serious app. So what does that well, tell you about how well this works? I think you're right. I think there's some subtleties about meeting people in real life that open up your options. And you mentioned it before, like if someone were to say, have said something in real life, you would have taken it differently than in person. And it, a lot of that has to do with tone. And you know how people say, like, all right. Then on the app. Then on the app, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or through like, text then on or the through app, yeah. something. And, like, uh, a lot of communication yeah. happens off screen. And I like, think a lot of communication is social, sexual communication. Honestly, I think that um, when we're talking to people, there's a lot of chemistry that's going on. And being able to, um, like, y- you control it to some degree, right? Like, when we're, like, if... We, I'm in a bar. I might just be talking to someone and just like the subtle the choices that I'm making in uh, the words and the tone and the look and the look away. Right. Those are our subtle cues to like, to, you know, uh, get some sort of reaction. And um, those are really subtle keys that really bring, make you attracted to someone. And, um, and uh, those are really hard. That's nearly impossible to, uh, replicate over text so going to your conversation the t- like the thing about you know the way someone says something that's one thing um but also like uh the fact that you're swiping on someone like you said you might be swiping right on or left on someone that may look weird in that conversation but that that energy that those subtleties are are so much more um important than another factor potentially uh, that could be that complement to you know what could attribute to lifelong happiness if you believe in that um so those are the yeah it's, it's a conundrum for sure um uh, but uh but i think that those are some of the options that i, I think technology is here to not replace but enhance and i think that um We've, you know, dating technology is not nearly as uh, evolved as it could be, right? Uh, like, it needs to have some time. It has to go through some iterations. 
And uh, I think with time, it'll get better. Uh, unfortunately for us, during COVID, uh, that's one of the few options to get to know people. No, it's it's the only, I mean, unless you're just walking around the streets, like, yelling, like, hey, where are all the women at? Yeah, I'm sure it's said someone... You know what I mean? Like, there's no other way. Be like, yo! I mean, do we want well, those why girls? Not? Those like, guys who would respond I'm here to that for kind? a long time, just a good time. Yeah. Uh, it depends. Maybe. It depends on maybe. what you're it's looking possible. for. Right? I feel like... like and, COVID's made people, like, reach out to exes and stuff a lot because, like, it's, like, you don't have any other options. Like, it's actually... Oh, it's <laughs> oh we have to go over it's your... It's interesting. We have to go over your it's made people lower their standards. Podcast, uh, with uh, an ex that showed up. That's hilarious. No. We won't do it today, but we have to. <laughs> Maybe if you'll get me back on today, I actually... Literally, so I'm not a comedian, but I don't know if That's you know a what bit. a bit is. That's like like a, a tiny miniature comedy skit. I actually have this bit recorded on Anchor, which is the app we use for this podcast. And it is honestly a riot. It's hilarious. I'm actually, it's one of my, it's literally the first bit I've yeah, ever done. I encourage everyone funny, to check so it out. I absolutely am willing to talk about it. Link everyone in wherever I post this. You are Wait, not going to link to anyone. <laughs> I will talk a- no, I want to share it in general oh, the next oh, time we talk on your podcast. But I but I actually never edited that together. And my podcast is probably going to be coming soon anyway. So just a heads up. There's no name yet. There's no theme. There's no nothing. But I think it's going to be great. And that bit is probably going to be one okay. of the first things that I share on it. it. I recorded it early in the pandemic. It's when Tiger King was still big. It was when things were crazy. So... I agree. I, know, I, I think, think it's hilarious. Like it. I, I anyway. laughed. My abs were hurting. I was laughing so much. So I think it. Yeah, and I think it's gonna be. Everyone's to gonna love it. Yeah, thank um, you. So I think our time is up. Um, but uh, can you believe it's been an hour already? Well, fifty minutes. It's kind of crazy. Can't imagine. Aww. I like talking to you, Egg. So yeah. So this is um, <laughs> this is uh, has been. Another episode of Up To's Goose. Totally different pace from what it was before. And I still don't know what the show is going to be like. I'm experimenting, talking to all my friends, uh, trying to get some some underlying theme under uh, my belt so that I can have some uh, continuity between one guest and another. But until I get there, uh, it'll be all of this. Uh, I want to thank you, Michelle, for joining me on this podcast and uh, when your bit does come out, I will be sharing it with everyone so that everyone can laugh as much as I did. Thank you so much. I am very happy to be here. And I guess we will yeah, maybe so do this was, again soon. I hope so. All right. Bye. All righty. So, yeah, I'll, I'll talk I'll, to you I'll, later. Yeah, can I hang up now? All right. Bye. <laughs> bye, Oscar. <laughs>